0: In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes. And you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple, no complex, no multi-step processes, super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, uplevel your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khan Wolshansky, I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Schools of Excellence podcast, This is our continuation of our special summer series of how to prepare yourselves for the upcoming school year. So this is an exciting season for me personally. My sister, my little sister is engaged and she's getting married in just a couple of weeks. And it's been a busy, busy season in helping her prepare for the wedding and taking care of different things in the business as I prepare for an upcoming holiday season that's coming up helping the kids prepare for the upcoming school year. And so I've really been thinking about what success looks like for me during this very, very hectic season of exciting things that are happening in the business, exciting things that are going on at home, exciting things that are going on with my family back at home as well, and juggling so many different expectations, so many highs and lows I've really been thinking about what is success during this season? And I decided to record a podcast episode on this. How do we want to define success in your upcoming school year season? You see, winning is a very interesting concept, right? We all want to win. Winning gives us a high, gives us adrenaline rush for something that we've worked really hard to achieve. And at the same time, winning is a word, right? You decide the meaning that you want to attach to the word winning. The reason that it's a word is just like anything is a word and we decide the meaning that we associate to it because many different words mean different things in different cultures. Winning means something here different than it means, you know, in Eastern Europe or success means something different or, you know, manners or proper etiquette or work ethic. All of these are just words and they mean something depending on the culture that you live in. And so When we think about success and our definition of success, the way that we define it matters because it informs the way that we choose to show up in the world. It informs how we measure our own performance, and that defines how confident we are to show up, the risks that we take, the courageousness that we enter difficult conversations in. So, There's an author, his name is Clayton Christensen, and he has a phenomenal book that I love. It's called How Will You Measure Your Life? And he goes into great detail in all the different buckets of our life and how we define success. And one of the things that he talks about that I found profound is around raising children. He was saying how it's very difficult to define success until, you know, 18 years later, right? You plant the seeds for decades and only later do you really see the results of your hard work as a parent. You know, the work ethic that your child has, the conversations that they have, the relationships that they pursue, all of these different things. You only look at it later on in life, right? The conversations that you have with your two-year-old, your five-year-old, your 10-year-old, you don't see the impact until so much later. And this is why being a parent and working in early childhood is so challenging because you don't see the instant gratification that you would in a different field necessarily. There aren't these immediate rewards. Now there are some, but not at scale. And as humans... We know that some of the greatest rewards in life are the ones worth waiting for. But the dichotomy of this, like the real paradox, is that we live in a world of instant gratification. We want it now. The entire way the, our world is designed is around wanting something now. Amazon Prime, two-hour delivery. Walmart, three-hour delivery. Dating, swipe left. Uber get in the car in a few minutes. If you have to wait an extra few seconds, you cancel the ride, right? It's a disposable economy. And when a person or a product or company creates something, anything that moves faster wins. And as consumers, we want the faster food, the faster service, everything that's faster as a consumer, right? But in the early childhood space, we don't design our schools that way because educating children is not about faster. It's about intentional work. It's about deep work. It's about inviting the pause. It's about slowing down. The challenge is is that our staff and many times even ourselves, we still come to our centers and our classrooms from an instant gratification world. And so it's very difficult to translate to slow down in how we raise these beautiful souls. And so what happens many times is teachers or directors, something doesn't work out, but they have a setback. It gets challenging and they give up. They walk out, they call out, they don't show. It's A small ounce of failure sends them packing. And there's a lot of different reasons for this. But for the context of today's episode, I'm really focusing on how they're defining success in their mind. And right now, the way they're defining success is a zero-sum game. What do I mean by that? In their mind, there is a kind of virtual scoreboard in their mind, this proverbial scoreboard that has a side of winning and a side of losing. And what they're going for is a perfect score. They want 10 wins, zero losses, or five wins, zero losses. But what they're looking for is a perfect score of zero losses and X amount of wins. And life doesn't work that way. I am never looking for a perfect score, right? I'm looking for maybe I got 20 wins, but I got 10 losses, or I got, you know, a hundred wins and 80 losses, whatever it is. But part of success and part of winning is you're gonna have the setbacks. And you can't bypass that. You can't selectively mute that. That is part of the experience. That is part of the human development. And it takes perseverance to stay the course with anything in early childhood, to stay the course with a challenging child, to stay the course with a parent, to stay the course with a specific new curriculum that you're learning, to stay the course with a new habit that you're bringing in to your daily schedule. Hey there, are you a school owner who's focused on growing and scaling your center during this season? Are you looking and trying to build a stellar team to help you accomplish your growth goals? I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you are committed to being in the pursuit of excellence and building and growing your teams to help you accomplish the vision and mission that you want for your center or your multiple centers. I'm really excited to announce that I'm hosting a brand new workshop on Tuesday, August 24th for a live 90 minute workshop session called Delegate to Elevate. This is going to be all about roles and responsibilities for high performing teams. In this 90 minute live workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to create the roles and responsibilities for your team, how to set up the right delegation tools so that you can delegate to your teams, the outcome goals that you want them to accomplish in your center so you can elevate your leadership team, elevate your teachers, and elevate the quality of care and education that you are creating in your center. I am so looking forward to this workshop, and I hope that you join us. You could go to Hani.me delegate to elevate to learn more or click the link in the show notes. Even further than that, many times success is not even about fixing the problem. It's learning how to manage it better. Success many times is not about fixing the problem. It's about learning how to manage it better. Not every problem has an immediate solution. Not every problem has a specific methodical systemized way to solve it. Some things are ambiguous and our brains don't like that. Our brains don't like that. But sometimes the problem really just needs a different perspective, advice, or support on how to make it easier on how to manage it better. The challenge is is that our mindsets are around, no, there has to be a solution for this. Well, yes, but let's define what success means in this context. And so I think adopting the mindset around asking those questions, what does success look like in this context? When you have a very challenging child, let's define success because if the teacher is going to define success with a challenging child, having a perfectly orchestrated circle time where the kid doesn't touch anyone and he doesn't move his hands and he doesn't get out of line and he doesn't call out and he doesn't, you know, pull anyone's hair and she's setting herself up to constantly be disappointed. Because success in a two-year-old classroom is not a perfectly orchestrated circle time. Success in an infant room is not no kids crying. They're infants. Babies cry. That's how they communicate. And so really helping our staff redefine success in their role in the context of different challenges that come up is such a gift to give your team. Because what you're really giving them is confidence. What you're really giving them is the ability to think for themselves. What you're really giving them is the power to realize, I'm a great teacher. And as I continue to show up and put my best foot forward, success will come. Right? Success will come. And the same thing is for a director to recognize. Success isn't when you... You know, have zero call outs or nobody, you know, leaves or everyone turns in their paperwork on time. There's always going to be those little hiccups. And if you're defining your role as success as a director when everything is perfectly orchestrated, you're going to be disappointed a lot and it's going to hurt your confidence. It's going to hurt your mindset and it's going to impact your performance. So how do we really look at redefining this success, right? The first thing is I want you to redefine success for yourself before we help our teams redefine success. Maybe success for you is about reaching out for help when you're stuck, asking questions when you don't have complete clarity. Maybe success for you in this season is actually confiding in a colleague when things get hard, leaning on your network. Maybe success is about trying to do 1% better every week. Get clear on your definition of success during this season. And then invite the team, your staff, your leaders, to pause, to reflect. What does success look like in this upcoming season? How does it look? Challenge everyone as a company to come together to define success. Because success breeds confidence. But if success only means when you hit the goal, whatever you define as the goal, then until you hit that, you're a failure. You're going to have very unhappy staff. So to bring everything together here is redefine success in your mind as a company. Redefine how you want to look success in the context of specific challenges that arise And invite the team into this beautiful dialogue of what is success during this season? In Right now, as we release this episode, mid-August, and we are gearing up for the fall, what does success look like for next 30 days? What does success look like for next 60 days? And then re-invite this conversation again as you're deep into the fall, in October, and as you start prepping for the new fiscal year. These conversations are ever-evolving because different seasons require different definitions of success. As always, let's continue the conversation in our Facebook group, the Schools of Excellence Lounge. Um, If you're not a member, you could definitely click the link in the show notes to request access to join us. And let's continue to collaborate on what success means for you and for your school. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. And I would love before you tune out, if you could do one thing for me, if you haven't had a chance to rate and review this podcast, please take a couple moments. After you listen to this episode, to rate us on iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews help us climb to higher charts on iTunes in our podcasts and help other school leaders find out about the Schools of Excellence show. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate your time and attention every single week. If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems, Or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.